Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Jordan and Lexi here. Hello. <laughs> hey, we were actually just finishing up a little side convo about preserving things. So do you want to tell me now how you, are you seasoning the green beans or is it just a yeah. salt brine that you're doing? Well, I guess you could season them. However, I'm just doing them the way Ari likes them. And it's a full spoon of, I'm, I'm sorry, teaspoon of dill, dried dill, um, four pressed garlic cloves. And then you boil two cups of water with a tablespoon of salt and you pour it over and pop on the little weights. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Um, it cut out on the first ingredient. You said dill, salt, garlic. What was the other one? Mustard seed and Mustard. black pepper. Okay. So it's kind of like a dill pickle-ish flavor, but it's green beans. Yeah. They're fermented oh. dill. Yep. That sounds good. I just started canning some tomatoes upstairs. Are you following Three Rivers Homestead? They're doing like the little, every little bit oh. counts challenge. Yeah. I'm like, that's right. Every little bit does count. And because I, like, <laughs> I, I only had like eight or 10 tomatoes and I'm like, you know what? I can quickly can a couple cans of tomatoes. And yeah. I had 30 minutes from the time that kids fell asleep to whenever I started this. So I was like, I got 30 mm-hmm. minutes. I can get pretty far in 30 minutes. What, so did you get through a whole process or what'd you do? No, no I have yeah. my jars sanitized and I have the um, tomatoes peeled and cut up and put in a pot. So when I go back upstairs, I just got to get it all hot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm close. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. No. I like, I like that just because you can kind of start to feel like it's an all or nothing. Yeah. You it's know? like, well, I don't have bushels and bushels of tomatoes. This is pointless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, today we, uh, oh wait, we have an icebreaker. We have an icebreaker. A good yeah, one. Yeah. An icebreaker. Okay. So what was the last new recipe that you made? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this morning I did a, well, I started it last night. Um, Andrea had posted a baked oatmeal that she had made. And so she told me the recipe for that and it was delicious. Like my favorite, new favorite baked oatmeal. Um, and it's really simple. It's like, um, it's, oh, it's the, it's the people that she said, you've been following them through, um, homesteading family, the homesteading family. Yeah. It's their recipe for baked oatmeal and it was just really good. And she told me that she added some yogurt the night before so that it could ferment the oats. So I did that and it was just really good. Like I really not dry baked oatmeal, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. It's really good. And it's just cinnamon. It's, it doesn't have fruit in it. Even it's just like a cinnamon baked oatmeal. But I like to make big breakfast things like that so that we can eat, uh, eat off of it for a while. And this one yeah. I actually split into two cause I'm bringing somebody a meal tonight that just had a baby. So I oh, did, okay. yeah, did two smaller pans of it. One for our family and one for theirs. So I do like cause you could make it a dinner breakfast for dinner yeah. if you want. Yes. Add like meat side or something, or even a bunch of scrambled eggs, but yeah. Yeah. And another noteworthy recipe that I did, um, it's really not new, but it's just become one of my favorite things is something that Margot told me about. Uh And it is, it's chicken thighs and okay. Let me just say the whole process. I don't even know what it's called, but it's just delicious. So you, um, you in a cast iron skillet, you put chicken thighs and you boil some like small new potatoes and put those in the, and then you put those in the cast iron skillet. And then 
you pour bo boiling water over a thing of cherry tomatoes and skin those all and then put those in the cast iron skillet. And then you like blend up some basil and olive oil and a little bit of apple cider vinegar and pour that over it all and then bake it. And it's just really delicious, like chickeny with a little bit of a vinegary kick and tomatoes. And oh, it's really good. Did she talk you through it or did she send you a recipe? She made it one night whenever they were here. And oh. I was like, I love that. And then she sent me the recipe. I can share it with oh, you. Yeah. Um, but it's like one of those recipes. that's not hard. It's like a one pot situation. You pop it all in the oven. Um, and it's really good with sourdough bread to like sop up the vinegary oh, tomato yeah. juice. Oh, it's so good. Brian loves chicken thighs over any other part of the chicken. So me too. It's my favorite. It's definitely my favorite. Hi, Winnie. She's so distractingly cute. <laughs> <laughs> She's awake more during the day now. It's sort of weird, like trying to remember. Yep. What are you doing, baby? Who's awake? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's got quite a bit of hair too. Mm -hmm. She does. Um, can we pause for a second? Cause I hear a little feet running around above me. Yeah. I'm gonna go check. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Hey, I looked it up while you're gone. It's from the Elliott Homestead. That chicken recipe is the Elliott Homestead oh. browned chicken thighs with fingerling potatoes and cherry tomatoes. Very good. Everyone doing her cooking community stuff before. Yeah, I really like it. Okay, so what's something you made recently? Okay, so Sunday, Brian had asked me last week to make a blueberry coffee cake. Oh, yeah. Seriously, it was so easy and so good. And I love coffee cakes, yeah, I but I've made coffee cakes two other times. One, I was probably closer to a newlywed. And for whatever reason, it was just like horribly hard mm. in my mind, yeah. at least. <laughs> probably because you were a newlywed. <laughs> you what? Probably because you were a newlywed. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I was, when I made this and it was so easy, I'm like, why don't I do this more? I really don't understand what mm. the problem but it was so easy and so good. And just, I love blueberries. I don't like hot fruit really, but I love blueberries and all my desserts. So that was, that was a fun one to have. Uh, recently an older woman, I was making a comment about some recipe being time consuming or hard. And she was like, it's funny when I was younger, I used to think that about a lot of recipes too. And now I just whip things together and you don't even think about it. And I'm like, I've thought about that comment since. And I'm like, you know what? That's very true. Like things that used to take me a long time to make. Now it's like, I can whip up a chocolate chip cookie, like 50 chocolate chip cookies in five minutes. Like it's yeah. no Maybe big deal at all. Used to cooking from scratch. Yeah. Uh -huh. Nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> so actually that's what we were talking about today. We we're going to be talking about cooking from scratch. Um, some of you have asked us questions about like where to start, what's our fav favorite resources. And a lot of the things we're talking about today will probably be repeat information because you've heard us say little comments about these resources uh, along the way, but we thought it might be good to have it all in one location for you guys. Um, so today we're going to talk our favorite resources, how to get started, all things cooking from scratch. Yay. Um, so you want to go through, how about let's do like Instagram accounts first, inspiring Instagram accounts for cooking from scratch and do that first. And then we'll you go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So you guys have heard me mention this one a lot of times. A little less toxic is one of my favorite accounts to follow. Um, you know, how you just have certain Instagram accounts that you're like, don't want to miss their stories. I have very few of those, but she's one of them. She's probably the only one that I have, honestly, that I, if she has a story, I'm going to watch it. Um, and she has been inspiring in a lot of different ways. Um, and her family is just has similar interests to our family. So a lot of the information is relevant for me. 
um, for things that they do and use and stuff. But anyways, she cooks a lot of things from scratch and uses the Instapot a lot, um, which is helpful because I like to have meals that use Instapot now that I'm like hooked on it. <laughs> realized how convenient it is. I'm like, okay, give yeah. me how to do all the normal things, but in an Instapot. Um, so I really like following her and it's also, um, helpful. She has, um, brands and, uh, certain food items that she doesn't make from scratch, but are similar to what you would make from scratch. And that is helpful because sometimes it's like, sometimes there's going to be a day that I'm not going to make my enchilada sauce from scratch. And I would like to know which one is going to be as close to the ingredients that I would use at home. So, good way to her account because I like her for that same reason. I just hadn't yeah. thought of it that way. Because if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to have a time that I need to buy something instead of make it from scratch, I want to buy something that is not going to have a mu- bunch of extra stuff in it. So I like that account. Um, and then the next few ones that I have are some that I know that you're probably going to talk about too. Venison for dinner, Three Rivers Homestead. Do you want to describe one of those two? Sure. Yeah. Venison for dinner. I think she's probably one of the early ones that I've followed for a while that I don't follow for recipes, but yeah, from cooking from scratch tips mm-hmm. and on Andrea, I think yeah, I've Andrea. Probably Andrea longer than I followed anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because I found her right after I started Weston A. Price. So I'm trying to think of what other people Three Rivers Homestead is inspiring to me. Um, I don't feel like she posts a lot of recipes necessarily, but she posts pictures of her food a lot. Um, does she have recipes like on a blog or something? No, she has them saved in a highlight. I'm okay. going to pull up Instagram right now. She has them saved in a highlight. Or if you like text her ever, she'll uh, post. Okay. She'll like, yeah. Uh, and and venison, venison for dinner, uh, she does have a lot of her recipes on her blog. Uh, and honestly, anything I've ever made from her has been really delicious. She, uh, she's a count, she lives in Canada and they have homestead. They do a lot of canning and preserving. She does a lot of cheese making and baking and, um, there's wild game stuff that she'll put on there occasionally, which has been helpful for us. Um, what else does she do? She's, I like her desserts. I love her desserts. Yes. Yeah, I do too. And all of her stuff is super simple. I think Yeah, nothing's like crazy involved. Mm-mm. So I like hers a lot, but the three rivers home says she does like the pantry challenge and, um, were we recording when I talked about the other one? I don't think we were recording earlier when I, when I was oh. talking about, she's doing a, a challenge right now. That's called oh, yeah. every last bit, every little last bit counts or something along those lines. Um, and it's like a preserving challenge of just like, um, using everything that you got, even if it's a little bit. Um, so yeah, I was telling Lexi that I was preserving canning like eight or 10 tomatoes <laughs> right before we got on here. So I like her account a lot. She's become a little bit more bold with her faith and I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Shout out to you, Jessica. I'm going to yeah. tag you. So you come listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've liked that too. Um, okay. What other accounts, any others on Instagram that you like for, um, the way you were talking about ingredients, like when you don't have time to do homemade, I also like just ingredients for that yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Um, whenever you start out on this journey, it feels so overwhelming, but it's just, you just keep accumulating knowledge. So it's like, I know if I'm going to go to the store and get, I'm just keep using enchilada sauce and get enchilada sauce. I want to know what brand is my go-to. Um, and you just keep 
uh, acquiring more and more of that kind of stuff. So yeah, just ingredients is helpful for that too. Um, a little less toxic does a lot of cool, like, um, kitchen techniques too. I learned a lot of stuff from her with like even making salads where she will, before she like puts all the ingredients for the salad together, she'll like get her bowl and put her oil, whatever like fat she's using. And then like her seasonings and all that, like make the dressing in the bottom of the bowl first and then like your ingredients in and then toss it all. Yeah. That's like little tricks like that. I have learned a lot, um, from her account. I like that. Hmm. That hers also. Um, okay. Shall we move on to books or any other accounts coming to mind for you? Yeah. I mean, I don't, somebody that I, I want, I keep dabbling in wanting to try her cooking community is Shay Elliott from the Elliott. Uh-huh. Um, just cause I have tried a couple of her recipes from her blog and they're really, really good. The only th- reason I haven't really pulled the trigger is just, I don't go to the grocery store a lot. So I've often wondered like, is this stuff that's going to be on hand or is it going to be like, well, only in summertime, can you cook this recipe? <laughs> yeah. Does she have an Instagram? I haven't. She, but she doesn't like share recipes and stuff okay. on there. Her is pretty active. She has some cookbooks. I've used her homesteading book, but I really want to check out her. Um, she did like a self-published book. I think when she had like four really, really, really little kids mm-hmm. and it was like, cause they're kind of traditionally mindset in regards to their cooking also. Um, so I kind of want to see like, what, what was your cooking like that was from scratch when you guys had no money? Yeah. Cause I really good recipes in there. I just don't have my hands on the book and it's kind of expensive because it wasn't Mm-hmm. like they circulated. So yeah. I should probably grab that book though. Okay. I should support a fellow Christian. I'm pretty sure they're at a CREC church too. Okay. That's cool. Cause they yeah. go to church. The gal that wrote the protocol book. I don't know what you're talking about. about that? Oh, okay. okay. Um, what's it called? The, so instead of like prom Logos does protocol night where they mm-hmm. learn like an etiquette curriculum yeah. and then they mm-hmm. go, she goes to the lady that wrote the etiquette. Oh, program. They're in the same church. Oh, that's cool. I keep meaning to comment on your post you did the other day about Christian companies and mm. add earthly and Azure to that. Oh yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember who I was talking to about Azure. Was it you? Yeah. So are the, the founders are believers. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes more sense then. Yeah. I, I could. remember. Yeah. I thought you told me, I thought you told me that. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't maybe know. I'm someone else all of this in one yeah. place. There I'm not picking on the ladies. I'm really not picking on the ladies, but most of the accounts are just like books and art. Mm. I, I need a banker. Yeah. I need a chef. I need, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I need all these other things, but yeah. Anyway. Earthly, yeah. Earthly is a confirmed one. Cause I even messaged to ask. Okay. And so that one is confirmed. Confirmed. So did you try their products? I have tried their, um, like a cleaning concentrate that it's actually a paste where before when I was using branch basics it was a liquid concentrate and this is like a paste and you just put it in like your spray bottle with water and shake it up and so you have like a cleaning liquid I I do I like it a lot it works great oh I'll go check them out then yeah they have a lot of stuff like that they also have a lot of like tinctures and um different things so cool yeah so that's a little side note. Lexi has a little hustle going on where she's creating a directory <laughs> of all the cushion companies. Some sort. <laughs> oh, yeah. and that Tom. We could have a whole episode yeah. on quality just, products. 
Yeah. Um, Toms of Maine. That's another one. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to tag these in that post, but then I couldn't figure out what Earthly's Instagram account was to tag them. So, okay. That's all sidetrack. Okay. So um, now cookbooks, how about cookbooks? Okay. Prairie Homestead. You guys have heard me talk about that one a million times, but the Prairie Homestead cookbook is one of my faves. And they also have a podcast called Old Fashioned on Purpose. And I like that. So I'm trying to think back to when I was actually a new bride because I probably just used Pinterest. And um, I know specifically I was really frustrated with recipe books because I didn't know what a good recipe was to be able to look through a recipe book and say these are good recipes. So I actually stopped buying cookbooks until a few years ago. Mm -hmm. So there was five, six, seven year period of time where I did not buy cookbooks. Mm -hmm. Because I really, 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 really wanted to learn how to, how to just spot a good recipe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I think I've talked about this before. Like somebody gifted me a binder of recipes. They knew I liked that they cooked when mm-hmm. I was married. Um, so I think that was helpful for me to just be like, okay, who do I know that's a good cook in my life right now? And I can go ask for these specific recipes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, launched from there years later in into cookbooks yeah now if I buy a cookbook I regret buying cookbooks all the time still because I know uh, (laughs) so I know do you have recent cookbooks you bought um well um for Christmas I got the half-baked harvest the super simple one that's probably been the last cookbook that I've got um I, I have been getting cookbooks from the library to check them out and then if I like them enough then I buy it. Um, but I can easily, like you said, like I can flip through a cookbook and be like, this is something that I will use a lot, or it's something that I will never use. Yeah. So, um, I recommend checking with your library to see if they have a certain cookbook before buying it. Um, and honestly, uh, I had the nourishing traditions baby book, but I never had the normal nourishing traditions book. And Jared and I just went on a five hour trip and we listened to, like 90% of it on the drive. Really? <laughs> yes. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, there and back. Um, cause I was like, I feel like this is something like, cause it, it's a mainly sciencey, the nourishing tradition book. Um, there's mm-hmm. recipes in the back, but it's mainly like a science class, um, or nutrition class, I guess you would say, but very sciencey. And I was like, I feel like this is something that you and I should listen to together because I know that this is the direction that we want to keep going with food and health. So let's both listen. <laughs> and he was like, okay, cool. Did he like it? What do you think? Oh yes. He gets into that kind of stuff. So he found it very okay. interesting. Um, and he always is interested in things that are like, um, oh, what's it called? It like not countercultural nutrition, but it's like, nutrition that challenges the not politically correct yes yes that not politically correct nutrition um so he loves things like that that are like the government's been lying to you again yeah about food this time where did you find it on audio i never even thought of that audible oh that's so cool okay yeah and and that's also a kind of book that it's hard for me to sit down and read just because it is super sciencey so it was nice just to listen to it and then like have conversation about it so that's what we did to and from the arc this past week Um, (laughs) 
yeah, but then uh, I went ahead and ordered just a used copy because I do want all the recipes um, yeah. that are in the back. So that is a new cookbook that I got and I'm getting. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? I don't, oh, I guess. Okay. So I did order some new preserving ones. I got um, a book on just Pomona's pectin, like how to use Pomona's pectin because mm -hmm. it's totally different when you're trying to can with like natural sugars as opposed to white sugar. Yeah. What are you using for canning? What did you use? What sugar? Like for the pectin? Yeah. No, like well, a sweetener. Did you put a sweetener in your? I, so you can use any alternative sweetener. I've mostly used honey and maple though. Okay. Probably more than maple at this point, but I have used maple. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I, I really, I've, it's been easy. It hasn't been complicated okay. or anything. Okay, cool. And that, and that recipe book gives you like the equations for like how much of sweetener to use and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. That's it's neat. a little bit. I haven't used any recipes out of the book yet. All of my um, Pomona ones have probably come from Shay Elliott's blog, to be honest. Okay. No, that, um, oh, what's it? Preserving by the Pint or something. I don't okay. Know. Ah, she's on Instagram. I wish I could remember her name. I don't remember. She's on Instagram. Sorry, okay. guys. I, I have her, her recipe book too. That's also all natural sweeteners. Okay. That I have a gallon bag of blackberries that I'm going to make some kind of jam with that I need to know a good recipe for. That's not just cups and cups of white sugar. Food in jars. Food in jars. Food in jars. Yep. This is her Instagram account? Yes. Okay. All right. I'll have to check that out. Um, so I also, okay. So I, I like the Prairie Homestead Cookbook for cooking from scratch. Um, I just sent my sister-in-law a picture of my favorite ones. So whenever we first got married, my mom gave me a little binder of all the recipes that she made regularly growing up for us. And then also ones that were like our family favorites of friends, like the things that they made that were our family. Like we had a friend that made, um, awesome chocolate chip cookies and I have her recipe. I have a friend that made like a bomb angel food cake and I have her recipe. She just went around to all of our close friends and got um, all of their recipes and added to this binder. So that was like my go-to and honestly, it's still my go-to for most things that I make regularly. Um, yeah. I also like the part, I really need to, I need to do something about it. Or I'm going to lose the recipes. Yeah. I, I just redid mine. I think it was last year. I put mine in a new binder because mine was falling apart too. Um, family meals from scratch that the Instapot one from the, um, this Pilgrim life. Yeah. Lisa Burns. Yep. That's yeah. a good one. Um, I yeah, love that one for Instapot. Really her seasonings. What'd you say? Lisa's really good for her seasonings. Yes. So use her seasonings. I'll take them from those recipes and use them in other stuff all of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and her stuff is like shockingly simple and delicious. I remember the ginger rice. No, 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 no it's garlic chicken rice or something like that, that I made of hers. And I remember asking you like, is this going to be super bland? Because there's like four ingredients in it. And it wasn't, it was delicious. Um, yeah, that honey, sticky, sticky, honey chicken. Yes. Yep. That one's really good too. Um, the, uh, those Philly cheesesteak sandwiches in there, oh, or the French dip sandwiches or whatever they're called. That's also fantastic. in that one. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are so good. So she's a good one if you're scared to use an instant pot too she has a lot of how-tos on her actual youtube channel mm -hmm. um i 
also i mean if you're gonna do sourdough the artisan sourdough made simple cookbook is really helpful for that oh and the real food pregnancy if i mean that i love her recipes that are in the back of that that book i mean that's another like science book basically but um the recipes in the back are all delicious i love all of them yeah i like the ones i've tried to actually have you ever used much of farmhouse on boone no i haven't i've heard of that before but i have not have you okay she really quick um i think it's called rustic granola that i had switched to mm-hmm. and um she has some awesome i like her because she has multiple recipes of like cook with me this week see what a family of eight eats mm-hmm. and it's really me to be like, okay, that is normal for my family to consume that much food yeah. all from scratch. So I love to watch her stuff. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Now let's switch to like advice. If someone's like totally used to just going to the store and buying everything pre-made and convenience food, what's your advice to like start cooking from scratch? I would probably say go follow someone like Lisa is really good at, she has one cookbook. I don't know what it's called. It might even be called cooking from scratch where she learned how to make a lot of store-bought items from scratch. But because of that, she has also tried to like expand out and make a lot of um, store-bought items from scratch as recipes she has on her blog. So I actually use her enchilada sauce. So it's funny that you said that. but she has a lot. I'm trying to think she has like a marinara sauce from scratch. She has like a really basic pie dough. So you don't have to buy pie dough from the mm-hmm. store. Mm-hmm. So she tried to do a lot of those basics that you'd have yeah. in your pan. Um, that I wish I would have had something like that when I was a new bride. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think I just, I, we were talking to Ari about this last night. Like you really need to master the basics before you can uh, just like make stuff up. Mm-hmm. I know people that like think they're really good cooks, but because they're absolutely unwilling to ever adhere to a recipe, they really aren't as good as they think they are. <laughs> weren't willing to go through the work of knowing what makes a steak taste good, of knowing what flavors work well together, what is hot, what is not hot. Like I can read a recipe now and, and know there's no way that cake is going to cook in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. I just know. So, but you have to be willing to actually stick to recipes for a long period of time in order to. Yeah. So, yeah. I I always told people just like, what do you use the most of that you end up buying from the store? And then how can you start gradually working your way into replacing those with stuff made from scratch? And don't be intimidated because it's shockingly easy to make brown gravy that's not a pouch. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's shockingly easy to make enchilada sauce. Even like a lot of the things that you buy prepackaged, it's, I mean, the taste is like no comparison to something made from scratch, um, nor like the nutritional value or anything like that. Um, but then it also, it's like really not worth what you're sacrificing in taste and nutrition because it's so easy to make a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and even like biscuits, like biscuits are not hard to make. Um, so just like start thinking of food as ingredients instead of prepackaged, like if, okay, we need biscuits for this. Don't think of biscuits as a tube that you pop open. Think of biscuits as ingredients. Like, okay, I need to make sure I have flour and we use lard, whatever fat you use, um, when you make biscuits. So just start thinking of food in that way, like breaking things down to its elements rather than it's like a prepackaged tube. Yeah. And if you want to get really like practical about it 
if it were me, I would probably sit down and make a list of all the things I buy from the store, keep it on the fridge. And one day, one, one day a week, just work my way through one of those ingredients mm-hmm. or every other week, do it that way or something. Mm-hmm. Like this was probably several months ago. I saw Andrea make a similar list of what do we usually get at the grocery store? And she's working on figuring out how they can get the ingredients to make those homemade grown on their property. Cool. So it's a little bit different. It's like adding that extra step, right, but right. it's the same process of like, okay, how can I, how can I take out that middleman essentially? Yeah. And honestly, like when you start doing this, it's so much fun. It's like shockingly fun to figure out how things are made and how to, um, how to like break it down and make it from scratch and make it even better than something that you're buying from the store. Yeah. And there's something like we talked about in our nostalgia episode, there's just something very sweet and special about food that's homemade. Um, Mm -hmm. It tastes awesome. And it's just, it's hard to say more meaningful, but to me, whenever I am making something for someone, it's more meaningful to me to give it to them. If I know that it's homemade and they know that uh, I put the effort into it to go that extra mile. Yeah. I'm always really disappointed when I have to go buy something from the store now, anyways, (laughs) I can make better and cheaper. I just don't have the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's usually a lack of diligence on my part. Almost always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like in that movie, I should have gone to bed. So I had time to make breakfast, but yeah. I didn't. <laughs> okay. Anything else, tips or resources when it comes to cooking from scratch? Ooh, let's talk about tools. Any certain tools? Hmm. Uh, you know what I like having? I like having a lemon juicer, like a little handheld squeezing lemon juicer. Okay. Like so you just cut your lemon in half and put it in there and you squeeze it. Yep. And it yeah. Juice your lemon. I'm a fan of that. One of those, you know what? It makes me use lemon juice way more often when I have one of those to just like buy lemons and squeeze one like that rather than, and it keeps the seeds inside. I just like it. I uh, wish I would have gotten a Bosch instead of a KitchenAid. And I've often wondered like, which one is better? One holds up better, which one has more. And I watched her, she gave a short review on the homesteading family mm-hmm. of which one I think they have nine kids, if I remember correctly. And she said she has gone through, I think it was four KitchenAids in the time they've been married and they've had one Bosch the whole time. Wow. And so she has multiple KitchenAids at a time because mm-hmm. she has multiple daughters cooking with her mm-hmm. and it goes after that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said the Bosch by far, she would buy over the KitchenAid really? mixture. Hmm. So they're more expensive, but I kind of wish. I was going to ask you, what was the price comparison? Yeah. I want to say it's almost twice as much. Okay. Yeah. I bought my KitchenAid used on Facebook marketplace probably, um, five or six years ago and it's still good. So, but it's an older one. I always tend to think that older (laughs) things like that were made better than the new ones. Like a lot of times, like the old sewing machines that are just super heavy and old machines. Yeah. The new sewing machines that are plastic and they like bounce all over your table. They're just horrible. So, <laughs> so anyways, I think yeah. that's my kitchen. I'm like, this thing's going to last forever. <laughs> I think um, I use my food processor ton too. I need a new fra- food processor, I think, because I just have a Ninja that is like a smoothie maker or a food processor, but it's very small and I don't use it that often because it's usually too small for what I'm making. It's one of those tools that when I was first married, I didn't know, I had no idea that if you want to be a baker, you're going to use your food process yeah. for a lot. I never thought about that. What kind do you have? What's yours? I think it's a Cuisinart. 
Mm. How big is it? Not big enough. Not big enough. <laughs> Mine's probably like two cup. It's like very small. It's like this tall. Oh, it's bigger than that. It's yeah. it's bigger than. Yeah, I think I can get about, I can get a double batch of biscuits in it, but I can't get a triple batch with, which is usually what I need now is a yeah. triple batch. I can't even get a batch. I always just use like the little hand pastry cutter to do biscuits. Holly, wow. Yeah. Sad, sad. <laughs> no. Um, I also like having a garlic press. I'm a fan of that. Do you use a garlic oh, press or do you I cut your garlic? I going to say something else. I have like a community, like two different places I go when something homemade totally flops. Mm-hmm. And I say, shoot, this didn't work out. This is the problem. What is something I can do with it instead? Mm-hmm. So I'm not tossing the ingredients immediately, but I figure out other ways to use it instead of just completely giving up. Okay. What are these so, communities? I, I go on Twitter a lot and then I have our church app page mm-hmm. where I talk to just the women in the church and be like, help me. This is what happened. I need to fix it. What do I do? And there's older there. So I like it. Yeah. That's really neat. That's a good idea. Uh, Any other kitchen tools? I can't think of anything other than like the regular stuff. I mean, I wish I knew I need to learn this. I wish I knew how to sharpen my kitchen knives. (laughs) A little less toxic has a gadget. Okay. Go on her Instagram. have one. I just don't know how to use it. Oh, okay. Well, then you just need a YouTube video. I do. Yes, I know. Or have it would make stuff it. so much. Jared, Sharp I have no idea how to cut a tomato without flattening it like a piece of paper. Like okay. I, my you knives. Need, you need a tomato knife, is what you need. We have tomato knives that are like the little serrated. They're like very serrated and sharp. Oh, I have one of those. I didn't know that's what it's that's for, a though. Tomato knife. Yeah. Has like the very humped up. We're still learning. Yeah, <laughs> we're still learning. Can't <laughs> oh, um, think if there's any other tools that I just really like having after we get off here and go finish doing things in the kitchen. I'll be like, why didn't I mention this? Do you use a press? Bowls. What? I wish I had more stainless bowls, mm-hmm. or just because they don't break like glass. Yeah, I got a big stack of those at an um, estate sale once, so I have a lot of those. But if you buy them just new, they're kind of expensive. Yeah, they are. Mm. I have my giant bowl. I don't know if anyone else is obsessed with giant bowls like I am, but it's like huge. I could fit two watermelons cut up in it probably. Nice. I like yeah. That. Um, I need a, a bigger bowl that's not metal to let my sourdough rise in. Mm. Making- I let sourdough rise in this. See, I just, I can't convince myself to let myself let sourdough rise in metal because someone once told me that you shouldn't okay I I probably would feel similarly if I knew why but maybe I don't want to know why now so (laughs) I in my mind feel like it has something to do with the temperature of the bowl like it's colder but I've made that up so I don't know okay that's funny yeah (laughs) I had a big crock crockery bowl that I used for a long time but then it broke oh those are so beautiful they are. are beautiful they're very beautiful, but my broke. But anyway, okay. I can't really think of any other. Don't be scared. Have some major flops. Yeah. Just, just go for it. The point is just go yeah. for it, probably. You can do it. Yes. Just go for it. <laughs> yep. Well, I think that's it. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. If you have specific questions that we didn't cover, let us know. Or if you have uh, kitchen tools that you really like, let us know. I'm into yeah. that. I guess. Bye, guys. See ya.